Hey, welcome back to the Big Red Zone. We are very excited for today's show. We have our weekend recap, all our normal stuff about the NFL. Big news today, Billy O'Brien finally gets the boot, so we'll talk about him and some of the other coaches that may be on their way out, as well as our way-too-early awards. All that and more on this week's episode of the Big Red Zone. Welcome to the podcast. It is the Big Red Zone. I'm your host, Big Red. Today, I am joined again, guest host, Danny Football That's is two back weeks in, in the building. Back in the building once again. And over on his drums, we have producer John. Yes, sir. How's everyone doing today? How is this week? I feel good. Feel good about last Jeez, week. We're, we're, we we're, off to, we're off to a we stellar figured, we start. We figured it out. John had it all going on the fly. Yeah. I think we're, I, I think we're all feel a little more confident in the new space. Recording-wise, I, I feel good. I feel good, too. Personal life has been all right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into it. Forget all yeah. the sports stuff. What's going on um, in your life, John? I just want to say, mention audio should be a lot better this week. I don't know if anyone noticed. If you didn't notice, then psh, got we'll bad ears. <laughs> but um, audio should be better this week. Well, that's good. Thanks, John. Producer John, everyone, thank you. Before we get into today's episode, um, obviously, you know, we mentioned last week that James was taking a little break and we have a little, uh, little, how you say, message from James, right? A little message from James. I will read it. Um, he said... I hope that the show continues great success and a special thanks for everyone that has supported the podcast since the beginning. Unfortunately, I have to step away at this time. It's been a fun ride and thanks for all the memories. Stay groovy. He didn't say stay groovy, but that, that, that would have been funny. <laughs> As but James always says, says, stay groovy. Stay groovy. Um, so obviously James, you know, he has stuff going on in his life right now that he needs to take a step back from the podcast. So he wishes us all the best of luck. And um, so we're sad to see him go. And, but the show must go on. So it's all 50 episodes or 49 or whatever. 49 episodes, I think. Yeah. That's a that's a lot. A year. On, that's an IMBD page and a half. 49 episodes on like, a couple that's a seasons. Lot. That's a couple seasons. It was two seasons. Two seasons of the show. Yeah. Which we just kind of made up. Yeah. But hey, now it's season three, I guess. Season Whatever. Three. <laughs> um, but yes, you know, obviously special thanks to James. Special place. This is always uh home for the podcast. You know, it's been here since the beginning. So um sad to see him he go. can still get his butt kicked in the fantasy football he's league, still though. gonna get his butt kicked in the fantasy football league we also got the football uh today's patriots game which don't want to get into it too early but last week's picks of the week we picked we picked two games that got postponed games that ended up gotten postponed so uh obviously we can't technically talk- a win technically technically not a loss not a loss um you don't lose Right now, my game's going on. The Patriots versus the Chiefs. This is Monday night. Right now, they're currently losing 6-3. to three. Not terrible, considering you don't have your starting quarterback out there. 6-3 to three at the end of the second quarter. Um, I'm, I'm happy with where they're at right now, to be honest with you, in this game. Anything can happen. Defense is keeping them in the game. Um, but let's we'll we'll reference that here and there we got it on the tv we'll if something happens live reactions but let's get into our first subject shall we and we have a little twist in some of these a little twist it is the weekend recap 
It's the weekend recap. What a transition. Great right transition. That was great. 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 Amazing. Jack, John, John, great beat. Great beat. We made that, what, 20 minutes ago? Yeah, yeah that was a good one. Um, so for Weekend Recap, first game on the docket today, we have an old friend, Tommy, uh, the Bucks versus the Chargers. Initial thoughts, Danny, what do you think? Uh, Tom Brady can't stop throwing pick sixes, and it's kind of making me feel better about him leaving. I mean, yeah, he threw the pick six, but he looked really strong in that. Like, you know, he had a tough, like that pick six obviously wasn't great, but he was carving up the defense at like, once he got his stride in the game, three, five touchdowns in the game over uh, 369 yards. Um, I just want to point out uh, that our friend Leonard Fournette, Leonard Fournette was not in the game. Uh, and the guy that everyone said stinks, Ronald Jones had 111 yards. So just want to throw that out there. But uh, yeah, I mean, he was passing all over to everyone. Like everyone was getting touches. Mike Evans had a big day. Scotty Miller had a good day. OJ Howard. And uh, now I know he got hurt, but he had a good last game of the season, I guess. Um, it was a great play to Gronk only one, but it was a huge, like, go give it to him and get the ball. You know, I think minus that pick six and a couple other throws, Tommy had a really good day throwing the football. I think my biggest thing is that I expect that out of Tom, especially how loaded that team is. I was more impressed with Justin, um, with Herbert. Oh, don't get me wrong. I was was way more impressed with him than anyone else. This kid, Justin Herbert, he's the real deal. Now I know Joey Burrow is the best quarterback in the draft. There's no doubt. Like Joey is elite, right? He's one of the best. He's like he's going to be good for a long time. I love Joey cigars, but this Justin Herbert, he is special. He's come in and give them. I feel like more life since coming in. Like he get he had that first game against the Chiefs, which could have been a make or break game for him. Like that could have been a huge confidence booster. One of the reasons I think they're not playing Stidham tonight is that exact reason like he's going to, he would have taken a lot of hits, got mentally beat up and you don't need that from your young quarterback. Justin Herbert came in and took it, took the hits and threw over 300 yards that first game and threw a couple touchdowns and had the game. He had the, he had had the the Chargers up 10 going into the fourth. He kind of shrunk in the final quarter, but I mean, right. But three quarters, he was out dueling Tom Brady. Yeah. And no, in this game. Yes. Um, so I, I'm, I, I'm with you. I think I'm, I'm very impressed with what Justin Herbert is bringing to the table. Um, from a fantasy perspective, he loves Keenan Allen. So if you have Keenan Allen in your team, he's kind of becoming more relevant this year, right? Like he like he's been like up and down. Keenan Allen's been up and down over the last few years, but I feel like he's feeding Keenan Allen. Um, I like him. I like Justin Herbert, and I think he's going to be a stud going forward. This is going to be a good Chargers team, I'd say, next season. Yeah. I mean, what hurts is Austin Eckler injury, right? That's right, huge right. for that team. Like him going out with an injury is just like, and especially they said it's a pretty bad hamstring injury. That is, that hurts that, that really hurts. Cause that kind of kills all the momentum that you were just building. But at the same time, they still got Keenan Allen, still got Hunter Henry. They still got that man, Justin Herbert. So I think they're okay. I think the Chargers are in, like, they're not going to win anything. They're in a good position. They're in a good position. They're in a good position going forward. So, and the Bucs, I mean. This is exactly what they wanted. This is why you bring in Tom Brady is to win these kinds of games. Exactly. And, you know, 
Ronald Jones is doing his thing. I think that's a big thing that I think people aren't really pointing out. Uh, he is balling this year. He's having a great year. So um, if they can have the running, at least one person in their running game kind of ball out, and then that opens up everything on the outside for your wide receivers and tight ends passing game. I think it's going to be a big day. Like, I think it's like, it's going to be a great season for them. Uh, I still don't think the Bucks are going to be as good as they think, but this is just a taste of like the offense that they can do. Defensively, you gave up 31 points to a Defensively, they're not a good team. No. They have that good... Who's that? Uh, Levante David, who is having a great year. But uh, as a whole, like the defense is... I think the, these are the kind of games they're going to have to win is 30-plus. Oh, you, you, you need to put close to 40 on the board just to get out of there. And especially like this is a must-win for the Tampa. I know it's like we're getting... like It's too early to say must-wins, but you got to win these games. If you're playing the Chargers, yeah, the winnable games one. you need to put these away. Right. You can't you can't say you can't go into this next week 2 and 2 with losing to the Chargers. You know what I mean? So good win I think for Tampa. Um, you know, it's tough for the Chargers, but they're young and they got some a nice young core going forward. Another game that you know is pretty we were kind of talking about is the Vikings Texans game. Vikings came edged the Texans uh, 31-23. Now, I've given the Texans the benefit of doubt for most of the season. They had a tough schedule going in. The first three games were brutal. But this game, you got to win. This is a game you can't you can't go 0-4 like, to start the season. You had to win this game. I feel so bad for Deshaun Watson. I still don't know why he signed that why extension. Why in the world did he sign that big extension? He had he, every chance to just ride out this year, see what happened, and then Take a look at free agency. And then if he wanted to go back, he could go back. Yeah. Signs on for an extra four years. And man, this is not looking good. Now, he had a good day. 300 yards. He had a good day, but he's not winning ball games. No. They need some help on the defensive side. Defense gave out 31 points to Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins in his own right is a good quarterback. But we've seen, like, you know, he's very up and down. Now, Dalvin Cook had a day. They couldn't stop him. Uh, And, you know... Three, I just saw this. Two receivers for them had over 100 yards. Adam Thielen had 114 and a touchdown. Justin Jefferson, who second week in a row had a big day, um, had 103 yards. So it like they gotta they gotta figure something. I mean, I think that's gonna be the theme of the Texans season is they're not gonna be able to put up enough points to cover their defense. The defense is an open, like they're not stopping anyone. Like. The, tech, the Vikings are just scoring at will. Yeah, and I don't understand because they got some good players on the defensive side of the football. Like, uh, but I guess everyone's kind of aged a little bit. Like, there was like a good defense a couple of years ago, but everyone's a little older, a little. Slower. And that happens with every defense. It, it happened happens. to Jacksonville. It happened to the Texans. It happened to the Patriots. The Patriots, the it, Rams, it everyone. So, uh, but I think the main cause of this is their bonehead trade training away De- uh, DeAndre Hopkins. Terrible trade. Um, and I mean, it doesn't help your defense, but Will Fuller, who is a make or break player, he's got over a hundred and eight yards. You have Deshaun, uh, not Deshaun Watson, DeAndre Hopkins in that opens it up even more. And now I get David Johnson has had a pretty decent year so far. Like it doesn't show because they're always losing and they don't, you're still can't expecting run the ball. The, you, you traded D hop for David Johnson. So David Johnson's ceiling by default becomes that much higher. Yeah. And he's just not going to live with it. 
live up to the expectations that they're expecting. Now, my thing about that is like the first three games, you were playing better teams and you were losing. David Johnson isn't going to get the touches. Like David Johnson has to get touches in the beginning, early in the game. But when they continue continually go down and are losing, they have to throw the ball. I guess you could say throw it at David Johnson, but you can't just do checkdowns the entire game. So I think David Johnson's numbers are going to see an increase as they start to like get into these games where they're up in the fourth. You know what I mean? Are like winning games. They're always losing. So it's like. I can't expect him to get more than he's getting. He's I've never lot. believed in him. So I, I think the dude's trash, but that's just me. I, think I don't think he's, he, I don't think he was close to being worth DeAndre Hopkins. And I don't think he's anywhere close to being a cornerstone player anymore. Absolutely not. I don't think he's worth the DeAndre Hopkins, but you got, I think he's still a solid player and they got picks in that deal. Yes. A second rounder. Second round. Yeah. It's terrible. Brandon cooks. Brandon cooks has done nothing. Since being here, it was a terrible trade. You just created a vacuum at wide receiver and you added a running back who's not a game changer. Yeah. That's the way I see it. And that's just the way it is at this point. So obviously with the Owen four start and terrible moves in the front office, Billy O got the can today. Well uh, deserved. Well, it's been a long time coming to be honest with you. Like he's blown so many games. He's made a lot of bonehead trades. I, the DeAndre Hopkins trade, uh, it was only a matter of time. I personally, the clowny trade. The clowny trade. I personally thought that... Now, the clowny trade ended up not hurt. Like, I got it. But he didn't want to pay players. That was his problem. And clowny went to the Seahawks, who you thought they were going to sign him, and he went to another team. So the Seahawks gave up kind of a bunch for him, and you know what I mean? They got a rental for one year. But anyways, I thought they were going to take away the GM power from him. And let him that just was, continue. That was really the downfall of Bill O'Brien in Houston was giving him the GM role in the first place. Right. He can be, he, he's a good enough coach. Don't get yeah. me wrong. He gets them to the playoffs. He wins the division. He's a good mid, middle of the road coach. And he's just not going to get you over any humps. But this team has regressed. It's gotten worse. Watson, you took away his best weapon. You took away a piece on the defense. And this team is just a shell of itself at this point. Right. And it's kind of disappointing from a Texans fans perspective in that, Hey, we were making the playoffs. We were in the division. It seemed like we were going up and up and up, keeping, we kept hitting stride after stride after stride. And then you sell off all these big players and you don't replace them. And now here we are. Oh, and four to start the season. You had cost a, him his job. You had a great young core going for it. And I mean, John Hopkins isn't uh, how old is he? He's like 30 uh, at this I, point. Couldn't tell you. Um, Keep rambling. I'll find out. He's not. He's not like they got a nice core of DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson, and even throw Will Fuller in there if you wanted to. You know what I mean? You throw someone else in that offense. JJ Watt. JJ Watt on the defense. I mean, from like the offensive right, perspective. Right, right. But, um, but yes, JJ Watt. Even Clowney. Like if you kept those the four players together on each side, you had DeAndre Hopkins and Deshaun Watson, and you had Clowney and Watt, uh, Watt on the defensive side, along with some of the other guys that fill in. You have a solid team. How was he? Late 20s? 28. 28, yeah. So, I mean, he's still young. He's a young wide receiver. So uh, it was a bonehead trade. It was well-deserved. It's about time. And... I now mean, it's up to the Texans to find a coach who can not only win divisions, win one playoff game, but get you to AFC championship games, Super Bowls, and 
capitalize on the star quarterback that you have in Deshaun Watson because, yeah, he get, he just got that extension for four years, but at the end of that extension, if it's not going good, he's, he's not, not staying. And he also has the right to demand a trade. Like, he could easily say, right. I'm sitting he, out Absolutely, trading. absolutely. So I wouldn't blame him if he did at this point. No, I, I wouldn't blame him either. So um, we'll see how it goes. It's just going to be... It's going to be interesting to see where they rebound. I wouldn't be surprised. I'm going to say this now. I wouldn't be surprised if they finished 500. I wouldn't be surprised. I'd be shocked. A game around 500. Like their schedule like is so hard in the beginning and then it evens out. Like I'll go back to it. I, I moved on to the next thing, but you're going to call me back, Zach. You're going to call me back to look at their schedule. I was looking at their schedule the other day. All right. So they play... They play the Jaguars at home next week. That they should win that game. Hopefully, yes. hopefully yeah, they should win that game. Garner Minshew isn't winning, beating the Texans. Um, Titans versus that's a loss. Texans. That's a I can see a loss. Packers, there. Packers a loss. that's a loss. Jaguars. I think they beat that game. Browns is a loss. Browns is a loss. Lions. That's Lions. a win. Lions. Colts is a win. Bears. They can win. Colts. They can win. Bengals. They can win. I think they split with the Titans. I really do. I think they have a better chance of splitting with the Jaguars than they do with the Titans. I think they win both Jaguars games. I really do. I really do. Especially next week, they're going to be coming so out. So what, they're 0-4 pick. right now. How many, where would we just put their record at? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8. So they could finish 8 and 9. 8 and 9. Uh, no. 8 and 8. 8 and 8. Or, and like I said, I wouldn't be surprised if they finished, you know... Seven and nine, eight and eight, nine and seven, like around that game. Eight and eight, give them a game or two on either side. Give them a game on either side. I wouldn't be surprised. I think they're going to, I think they're definitely going to lose games that they should win. I don't think they're that good. I don't know, man. I think they got, I think there's games in there that they're definitely going to lose, and there's games in there that they can just play themselves into losing. I don't know. We'll have to see. I think next week's definitely going to be a win for them because they're going to be so. I think it's going to be a. I think they're going to be down on the dumps next week. Really? Owen four. I think it's. I think it's a rally. You just lost your coach. I think it's going to be a rallying point. You just cost Bill O'Brien his job. Um, I think that. I think it. I think they'll be okay. I think. It, I think it's not ready to hit the panic button on them just yet. We'll come back to this next we'll week. Come we'll come back. See who was we'll right. See, and who was we'll wrong. see. We'll see. We'll see. Who knows? They could shut it down anyway. Um, Browns Cowboys. That's our last. That's the other game we're going to talk about. Um. Very impressive Browns team. Very, I thought very impressive. You know what's crazy? I think the Browns are one of the most underrated teams in the NFL. I think this is the team everyone was expecting last season when they had a bunch of hype behind them after the yeah. OBJ trade. And it's finally coming to fruition. I know they got stomped by the Ravens week one, but everyone was kind of struggling in week yeah. one. So I like big, big day from Baker. Like two touchdowns, not a lot of yards. Well, they've turned him into a game manager, which is exactly how you should be running that offense. Exactly. You know, you have a solid running game with the three backs and Hunt, Johnson, and Chubb, who who got hurt, but it's still solid. Yeah. Bell cow. Yeah. Turning Mayfield into a game manager and leaning on the running game to be your offense is exactly how this team should be run. And the other thing I like about it, because they're they are they got Jarvis Landry. OBJ, and I guess you can say Baker, 
uh, Kareem Hunt. They got flashy guys. Mm-hmm. So I like the flash plays. I like the trick exactly. plays. That I, Landry yeah. pass to OBJ, they should be not, maybe not every single week, but you got to bust that out every now and then. They got a nice, and then the or OBJ even the, running play. The reverse, running, exactly. That's, you got to get creative with your pieces. Those two touchdowns were huge, and I think it just kept the defense. The, first of all, the Cowboys defense is not good. Let's be clear. They get If you give up 49 points, you're definitely not good. Um even but, the Cleveland defense kind of like the Cowboys back in the game towards the end, but right, they played right. a pretty solid half. This is what I'm talking about. Uh, and the people that don't believe in this guy, I, I'm, I'm astonished. Dak Prescott is the real deal. Like he is a good quarterback. People don't give him the respect he deserves. He had over a 500 yards passing four touchdowns. Like, I think he is, he's good. He is a good court. Now is he as good as, like, Andy Dalton, no. Stop. <laughs> I know this is why you don't like him. It's because Andy Dalton. I just want Andy Dalton him. to start playing football games again. Let me ask you this: When he went out with an injury a couple weeks oh, ago, dude, how excited I was were you off the couch that, seeing the red rifle come out. I how, was off the couch. How excited were you to get that one snap that ended up going nowhere? All I'm saying is, if he scored that touchdown, that would have been so mad because that helped me win. That's a fantasy. season changing, man. That's season changing. Um, all, all of a sudden, Andy Dalton's QB one. Stop it. Um, Dak Prescott's legit. He's not as good as Patrick Mahomes, obviously. Patrick Mahomes is in our own level. You can argue with Lamar. I think Lamar's better than him. He's, you know, the reigning MVP. But in Russ, obviously Russ. It's just Russ, tough putting up that stat line and losing the game by 11 that's points. that's not him. That's no, his it's defense. Not. And that's what I'm saying. Like, he's literally putting the team on his back and you still lose by 11. Literally putting the team on his back. Now, Zeke had a good day. He had some, uh, was it involved in the passing game? But he didn't do as much as I thought he would have done on the uh, rushing game. And I mean, part of that is losing. As I said, the same thing with David Johnson. When you're losing the game, it's hard for a running back to start getting rhythm because you've got to pass. Right. And that's why I like the Browns using their backs to set the tone because if you get into a shootout, the running game is gone and you're relying on Mayfield to make a bunch of throws that he's right. not going to be able to make. Right. Um, so two bright spots of this game for the Cowboys. Like if you want to look positively, I'll give you a couple. I mean, Amari Cooper had a great day. He's, he's your guy. Like he's the offense is fine. The offense is great. Dallas's offense is completely but okay. The guy but the on, defense is going to hold them back this year. The guy I want to talk about. That being said, about, they can still win the division because the division's trash. It's terrible. But the guy I want to talk about is CeeDee Lamb. CeeDee Lamb is a stud. And I mean, Michael Gallup has kind of disappeared off this team. Um, I don't even know what he, he did. Two receptions for 29 yards. CeeDee Lamb, which I heard going into the season, CeeDee Lamb could take over um, for like kind of take Michael Gallup spot. You know what I mean? Kind of take up like ruin is like what the year he had. CeeDee Lamb is legit. I'm starting him in every fantasy league. He got his two touchdowns. I think that was, that was his first NFL touchdown, right? I think so. Um, And he just looked good. He looked very good. Dak, obviously good. And Dalton Schultz, who's filling in. He was my favorite wide receiver in the draft out of Judy, Ruggs, and um, him. Yeah, he was my favorite of the three. He was my favorite favorite of the three. three. Um, But they just got to figure out the defense, man. Like, and part of it is they, week one, huge injuries week one. Like, that's part of it. You lost your single callers and like big. Like big that's the player. case with every team at this point. Everyone's right. going down. So now you got to figure out, and I put this a lot on Mike McCarthy. He's got to figure out how to retool this defense and get them to shut down some teams. Cause it's like getting kind of ridiculous. You can't, 
can't give up 49 points in a game. Like that's, that's terrible. You like, you can't expect Dak to put up 500 yards every week. I think that's going to be the story of their season is just kind of falling into holes because of the defense and Dak trying to shoot them out of it. Yeah. They had a, like the second quarter is what did it. They had a lead going into the second quarter. They went, uh, they scored. This is actually crazy. They scored 20 Cleveland scored 24 in the second quarter, but overall, I don't know. I don't know about the fourth quarter, but through the second and third quarter of the game, 34 unanswered points. They scored 24 to nothing in the second quarter, 10 to nothing in the third quarter. That's the Browns, right? That's what I'm saying. The Browns outscored. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 34 points. 34 points. So like that can't happen. Like your defense has got to get a stop for you. Um, But we'll see. I mean, it's, it's the Cowboys D. It's like, it's, trash better them than us yeah so that's our weekend recap real quick when we're in our weekend recap let's look at our pats game uh of course they're not this doing a score thrilling game between the pats and the chiefs where brian hoyer is just doing everything he can to choke this away they had a chance at the end of the half to put up three points and brian hoyer took a sack that is embarrassing that is terrible right, I, and so i was just giving compliments to brian hoyer we too. have the ball 36 six, six and three uh six to three right now We'll just Brian see. Hoyer, Brian looking, Hoyer in the pocket, looking good, looking looking big. Um, we won't commentate this game all the time. Drop back pass. Here we go. And he's scrambling, and, and he wow. got the first down. Big wheels, huh? Wow, oh, man, gut check Give, from Brian Hoyer right there. They probably got blinded by his bald head. Um, let's move on. Let's go to picks. Let's go to our uh, the picks of the week. So picks of the week. Uh, Last week, we mentioned our two picks got de- delayed. So technically, we're still undefeated. Uh, mine's still going right now. So the Pat, Pats are coming. I'm in a good losing. spot. My, good my spot game is not happening. Yeah, we'll, we'll take this up. We'll look at this later in, the, in a couple weeks. Uh, but who are you going with this next week, Zach? I'm going to ride the Josh Allen hype train, and I'm going to take the Bills over the Titans. I still think the Titans are frauds, and I think White Lightning is going to strike them down. You just said that the Titans are a really good team and they're going to beat the, um, who are we talking about? The Texans. So we're, they're, they're a good team. They're better than the Texans are, but they're not better than the Bills. Yeah, I think that's a good pick. I think Bills over the Titans. I have a lot of faith in the Bills. They're le- winning the division they're right good, now. Man. They're, they're good. a good team. And um, Stephon Diggs is having a great year for them. I mean, Josh Allen mainly, but he's throwing him the ball. But Stephon Diggs is fit into that offense very nicely. Um, my pick of the week. And I like to, I like to live a life a little bit on the edge. You know what I mean? I went Pats against the chiefs. I'm still sticking with it. Even though Brian it's looking Horace good right now, we're inside uh, the 10 right now, We're inside the 10 right now. Uh, I'm going to go with the young kid. I'm, I'm this is going to be a train. This is going to be a uh, hype train throughout the, the episode. We talked about him earlier. Be great. It's starting the train. You better hop on now. We're doing it during picks of the week. People I'm going chargers upsetting the saints. Big move. Someone, someone, get an alarm going. Wee wee. All right. I this Chargers team is right there. Now the Eckler injury kind of makes my. I made this. I kind of thought about this before. I saw like the Eckler Herbert news came still out. Do it. I think Herbert can still do it. He had a great. He's had a great few weeks. Big third and three here. Let's see what we get. He's Let's going, see what Brian can dial up here. He's going. Before we get to that, the Chargers are going to beat the Saints and upset the Saints. Big third and three here. Let's see how it goes. Oh, if Edelman in motion. Here we go. And it's a handoff. It's again. a handoff. And, and oh, oh, he broke loose. 
and there's going to be a flag. Oh, man. John's going to end up cutting this all out at the end. That's our picks of the week. We'll see if we're right. Maybe the games will even happen this week. I don't know. Um, but on that same train, we're going to go to our waiver pickups of the week. Uh, I'm going to start it off and I'm going to continue to train Justin Herbert. Go get him Double right down now. on J. I'm tripling down on him. Tripling down. I'm on tripling Justin. down on Justin Herbert. He's only rostered in 11.7% of leagues on ESPN. Go get him if you need a quarterback. And he's a good and man. Hoyer takes that's a sack. He's a Brian. great and the ball. And we lost the ball. Unbelievable. This well, dude that... is so bad in the run zone. Well, this oh, just, oh my this god. The life right out of my waiver pickup. This was really like this was bad. Takes a sack to miss the field goal before the second half, and now he just got strip sacked. Well, that's bad. Um well you just sucked the whole life out of my Justin Herbert pick, Zach. I'm, I'm going Danny. Scotty Miller, 11.3%. Just <laughs> moving right on. Just Pick up Scotty Miller, guys. That's my waiver pickup of the week. Scotty Miller, 11.3%. Scotty Miller, I, I mentioned, I think... A hidden gem. I think he was my waiver pickup at the very beginning of the season. And people haven't listened, obviously, because he's only rostered an 11.3. So, people, get on him. Tommy likes, likes his little slot receivers. He's going to throw to him. So Justin Herbert's the move, guys. Do it now before it's too late. Justin Herbert, I'm telling you right now, jump on the train before it's too late. I'm going to drop Russell Wilson for him, to be honest with you. I'm just kidding. I'm not going to have Russell Wilson. I have him in one of my leagues. One out of seven. One out of seven. (laughs) I have him in. The other ones, John picked him in like the second round and also someone auto-drafted him. Third round, third round. Third round. Not Sorry. that high, please. <laughs> yeah, he had the first pick in the third round. Let's take it easy. It was basically the second round. No, I was in both our leagues. I was like mid third. No, you no. run back to tape. Run back to tape. You were definitely yeah, we do top. Have it on tape. <laughs> we do. <laughs> no, uh, big red zone. James had the first pick, but in the league that we're in, you had him first. You picked him first in the, that round. Probably smart decision, though. I guess so. Looking back on it now, I guess. Um, so we mentioned Bill O'Brien got fired, right? We mentioned he's done. He got the got the axe. So we said, let's look. We usually do this midway through the season, but since someone's already got canned, we might as well start doing it. It's a segment we like to call on the hot seat. So uh, the first name that we're going to have as Danny cries watching this game over here. I'm going to snap my laptop in half. Um, First uh, first coach that I want to put out, Matt Patricia. What do we think? Matt Patricia, is, is he... He's on the hot seat, definitely. Will he be fired? Will he, Do you think he'll, they'll, like, have... They won't fire him yet? What's the... What's I the, think Matt Patricia is a dead man walking. I think it's just a matter of time before he gets canned. His... He took a team that was on the verge of being a playoff, like... They were a playoff they team. Were a playoff they team, fired Jim Caldwell after a 9-7 season. Like they, he had a, he, they were on the verge of making like playoff runs and they have just gone downhill since he took over. I never thought he was that good as the DC in um, New England. I'm not really sure what the Lions saw in him as a head coach. I mean, he did have, he did make some great play calls in some of the games, but I think he was overrated. uh, Completely overrated. In, in New England. Brian Flores was such a better DC. I do think he, like you said, he's a dead man walking. I think he's going to get the axe. It's only I think a he's already lost time. the locker room, man. That team is yeah. shot. So I, whether it's at the end of the season or middle, I don't know. But it's about only a matter of time. I think, I think they'll give him the rest of the season. But 
from what it's seeming like, it's heading in the wrong direction. And I think it's fired at the end of the season. Yeah, I agree. Uh, another name that we have is Mike McCarthy. New coach. What do you think? Um, oh, dear. What do you think about Mike McCarthy? Do, I, I think he, I think he, he's had a bad start. And obviously we talked about he's got to figure out the defense. But you just invested a lot of time and money into Mike McCarthy. I don't think he is... I don't think this year is his year to get canned. No, I, I don't think he's in an, any um, imminent danger. But you, the offense, like I said earlier, is in a good space, is in a good place. But the defense, he definitely needs to work on. I think they give him that chance this off season to try to fix the defense, to kind of see how next year goes. Right. But right now, it's not looking good. But again, you invested so much in him, you kind of have to give him a chance. And the other problem with that's specifically with him is they, he's made some dumb play calls. He's made some dumb moves. Like the game that they lost, they didn't kick the field goal at the end of the game to tie. That's a dumb play call. They, would, they wouldn't have a win if the, it wasn't for the Falcons puking on their shirt. I mean, right. they gave that game to the Cowboys. Yeah, exactly. So, uh, like I said, he's not in any danger in the foreseeable future, but he's definitely... He's not in the best spot. He's not right in the now. best spot. He's definitely kind of... I don't think he's particularly on the hot seat per se, but he's definitely getting some fire under some fire. Uh, another name that we ju- you just mentioned, we'll go with him, Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn. Dan Quinn, I'm surprised, hasn't already been fired, especially am, after the Super Bowl debacle. Yeah. I mean, I understand them giving him a chance because like, they had one of the best te- offenses. Oh, dear. They had one of the best offenses in the game that year. Matt Ryan, remember, was the MVP that year, uh, and they just blew it in the end. But, but this year, I mean, this, year this of- guy can't keep his team motivated to close games out. He cannot close games and it's been a problem time and time again. I think he's, it's only a matter of time before he gets the ax to it. They keep lo- like tonight they play Monday night football. They lose again and they go 0-4. I mean, yeah, I'm I don't not know surprised. if they fire him after maybe at the end of this season, but I feel like they're just so married to this guy. I don't know if they'll do it. I don't if they know. haven't fired him already, I don't know if they'll fire him at all. Yeah, that's true. But I mean, I thought the same thing with Billy O. Like Billy O had been in Texas for the longest time. I didn't, I didn't think they were going to fight of all the, like if you lift, like I know we haven't got to all of them, but if you had Billy O on that list, I wouldn't think they would have fired him mid season. That's a good point. I, I would have thought, thought that either. I would have thought they would have kept him to the end of the year. I thought he would have been on the hot seat, probably losing his job at the end of the season, but probably not Correct. fired after four weeks. Correct. And especially after your first four weeks are chiefs, Ravens, Steelers. And then, I mean, the Vikings, I mean, you should win that game. But the first, you know, you play the Chiefs at away. You play the um, Ravens and they just scored a touchdown. Gosh, darn it. Gosh, darn it. Tyree Kill's going to do a stupid dance. Um, I didn't think it would be. I didn't think I didn't think they would fire midseason. So I guess you're right. Maybe give Dan Quinn to the end of the year. But. You just lost some terrible games like that. That's like bad losses for your team. So we'll see how that goes. Another guy that might be short. Joe Judge. What do you think? Joe Judge is. Um, I'd say same as McCarthy. Just off to a bad start. Again, new head coach invested a lot in him. I think they brought him in as more of a culture guy. Yeah, but I think the guys love him. It's hard. I, it's hard to say he's doing a bad job when you lose Saquon Barkley to an ACL That's injury. That's very true. Give him some, give him some break. I think, uh, 
And we knew that team wasn't like a Super Bowl ready, championship ready team anyway. So again, like I said, new coach, you invested a lot of time and money into him. You give him a break. Let's see how it goes. We'll give him a chance. We'll see how it goes. The last name we got on here, which is a name that is at the top of my list. I'm surprised he hasn't been fired already is Adam Gase. Adam Gase needs to be fired. Adam Gase is terrible. Should have already been fired last year. He shouldn't have even gotten the job in the first place. He got fired from Miami. He shouldn't even have the job. And you go through the draft and you sign um, Le'Veon Bell and then fire that GM and then you keep the head coach. I don't understand why you don't just clean house completely. Right. And I mean, he's had time and time again where he's put his foot in his mouth. You know, Jamal Adams left, who is one of the best safeties. Demanded a trade out of New York. Le'Veon Bell was, they don't, they disrespect Le'Veon Bell, who I I get has had a rough go of it with injuries and had a rough season last year. But, um, what? Your, your boy's coming in. Stidham? Your boy's coming in. Stidham? Helmet on. He's in the game. Here he comes. Jared Stidham is in the game, people. We'll see how this goes. Um, yeah, Adam Gase has got to go. And like I said, when I was saying before, if you showed me this list of names and you said someone's going to get fired week four, I would have I, I put all my money yeah, on Adam. Absolutely. Dude needs to be fired. He needs to go. Okay. Um, but that's the list. We'll see who stays, who goes, who we'll see how it works out. Now, another segment that we like to do on the show, and it's it's a fun one. It's early in the season. So we like to, you know, guess who's going to be win the award. So we like to call this the way too early awards. So we just broke for the in-between segments and in when it happened going into the third quarter, Jared Stidham, we mentioned in the game, Damian Harris just broke off a huge running play. The cameras were not, we're not dead yet. Baby. We're not dead we're yet. We're not out of it. One yet. hand out of the grave. Let me tell you something. 10 point game going to the fourth quarter. We gave it to the young King Jared Stidham. I'm I'm just as confident as ever right now. I'm just I'm the only disappointment. Hey, hey this is his chance to prove me wrong. I'll give him that. Oh, you don't believe in Jared Stone? We've been through this so many times. I don't believe in him, but he has every chance to do it right now. Well, believe in him right now. I think I listened Damian to too, I listened too. to too many episodes to keep receipts on you. He's a he's a big I'm fan. I'm an encyclopedia. He is a big fan of the Big Red Zone. So, like I said, we're getting into the way too early award. Sorry for that delay. Um, so we're going to go through an MVP. We're not going to do an offensive player of the year. Cause we both, I think picked MVPs that were offensive players and usually they're the same. So MVP defensive player of the year, offensive rookie of the year, defensive rookie of the year. And then our coach of the year. Okay. You want to go back and forth or do you want to go, we'll go back and down forth. the list? Okay. I'm going to start off. Though. All right. It's your show. Go ahead. I think, I, I think I'm going to go first. <laughs> MVP should be no debate. And I think you're in agreement Russ, with yeah. me. Russ is having a career year. He had a tough week last this past week against Miami. Miami's defense kind of threw them for a loop, but he's still on pace for yeah, through four weeks. Numbers. He's going off record numbers. So Russ is the clear cut MVP as of right now, but it's still early, way too early, way too add. early. Some would say, um, so for defensive play of the year, I think that I think we're good on MVP, right? Yeah. MVP, yeah, yeah. yeah. Defensive play of the year. This is where we kind of get into uh, a little um, debate debate. Uh, I'm going a guy that's won it a bunch of times, Aaron Donald. And I'm going with a new guy in miles Garrett. Who's completely turned into a monster for the Cleveland Browns this year. 
Let me tell you something. Since Garrett has learned not to hit people in the head with helmets, he has been uh, insane. No, I love Miles Garrett. I think he's a great player. Um, honestly, wanted to pick something like I, I like there. I like. We Aaron can't just Jones. agree on every we can't single agree one. On everyone, that's bad. That's bad. That's bad podcasting. That's bad ratings. That's bad ratings. We like ratings. Speaking of which, this is a good time to mention. Why don't you go follow us on Instagram and spot, uh, Twitter at Big Red Zone? You can also uh, give us a comment. Uh, let us know what you think. Follow us on or subscribe to us on YouTube. Hit the like button on this video and subscribe to the channel. Leave us a comment and tell a friend. You don't even have invited. It's a laundry list of things to do. That is. That is. That's true. Do one all. thing at a time, guys. One, one thing, thing at, at a time. time. Or do them all at once. I, one thing I've learned about is pace yourself. That's Follow us on Twitter one day, maybe the next day is in the Instagram. Then maybe maybe people's topic YouTube one on day. Friday because yeah. you have nothing else going on Friday, so you watch an episode. Who knows? Maybe write in and give us a people's topic one time. You know, it's like <laughs> one <laughs> sounds angry about that one. No, no, I'm just kidding. We got a bunch actually today, which we'll get to. Um, but that was a good transition right there. So I like. So defensive play, I don't even know where I was going with that. Mine was Miles Garrett and yours was Aaron, Aaron Donald. Donald. I think that's good enough for there. Offensive rookie of the year, who do you got? C.D. Lamb. I love C.D. Lamb. Well, you just gassed up real good. I, lo- I, I made your point, your case for you. Yeah, you kind of did. C.D. Lamb is a special talent. But I will say the offensive rookie of the year award, typically if, he, if it's there, will go to a quarterback. Yeah, very rarely is it a wide receiver. So I'm going Joey Burrow. Joey Cigars, baby. And he has lived up to the hype of his... That's another segment. I bet I, I would... Up to the hype. That's a good segment. You guys should make a uh, segment for that. Yeah. Up to the hype. We'll yeah. have to do it. Maybe next time. Uh, but Joe Burrow is answered the call. He's been great this season. I think on ESPN, he's ranked eight uh, in fantasy. And just like... You can tell he's he belongs. You know what I mean? Just the what he's doing is just unbelievable. So I'm going Joey Burrow for defensive rookie of the year. I'm going Trevon Diggs, Trevon Diggs, Stefan's brother, right? It's Stefan's brother, right? I believe so. Um, oh, do we pause him real quick? Look at this guy. Give it oh. um, lay out Nikhil. Um, this is a big third and goal. He's, I think he's played really well in the secondary on a team that has had a terrible defensive start. We just trashed on the Cowboys defense, but I think he's been pretty well. He's done pretty well. He's got a couple of, he's got a sack, a couple ta- like a lot of tackles. So he's doing pretty well in the secondary. Um, so I'm going Trevon Diggs. Sorry. I'm really locked in for this You're third, in third and goal. Here we go. This is the game. This is right here. big red's guy right this here. This is the game. Jared Stidham throw it in. Here we go. Draw back pass. He's looking corner. He got it. He got it. Nikhil Harry Pater. 13-10. We're back in the game. We're back in the game. All you doubters of Jared Stidham. Look at that man. He's fired up. Wow. All you doubters. Jared Stidham. The future. I was was the number one doubter. Yeah. All you doubters. I was the number one doubter. I'll own to that. I don't think Brian Hoyer sure as heck didn't do that. That was a hell of a pass. Look at Brian. He's ticked. Yeah, wow, that, what a that was a great pass. Look at this. Kill Harry. Go up and get it. Bam. There we go. Good pass. Back in the um, game, baby. All right. all right. So let's get uh who's your defense? Whoever was listening to that in their car. I really hope they didn't just crash their yeah. car after <laughs> being scared to death. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like it because it was it's a great is a great play. Go watch it. Nikhil Harry touchdown. Back um, on track. My defensive rookie of the year is going to be Kyle Duggar because I don't pay attention to the rookies on defense. So I'm just going to go with the guy I know. 
Nice Fair and easy. Enough. I like how you put no clue in our thing. I like that. Yeah. I, I I was like, I put no clue in there, but maybe I should at least pull someone's name up, but I'll go Kyle Duggar. Um, all right. And coach of the year. Who do you got? Uh, that's going to be Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott. I like that pick. He's, you know, I think he has the bills going in the right path, especially with the digs move and everything like that. That team's going full steam ahead. And they're, they're, I mean, obviously they're winning the division, which is right now, which, you know, that's kind of a telltale if they're going to be the, uh, coach of the year. They usually have to win a lot of games and be a playoff team. I'm going with Mike Vrabel. I'm a big fan of Mike Vrabel. I think he's, first of all, he's got the guys in the locker room. Like they, he's bought in. He's like been there before. In. He's been there before. They buy into what he's saying. And just his play calling is like very, uh, like we were talking about flashy. Like you have those like aggressive, aggressive. He's very aggressive. So I like it. It wins you a lot of games. It does lose you some games, it but it definitely w- loses you some games. But he definitely wins you games too. So, um, I'm going Mike Vrabel. I love Mikey V and I think he's going to be right now coach of the year. So that's our way too early awards. Uh, we'll see. We'll look ahead. Check back in maybe Check in, a, back couple in weeks. a couple weeks. See how we're Maybe doing. Miles Garrett never gets a tackle again and completely falls off the map. Maybe. Kyle, maybe Russ throws for another 20 touchdowns. Who knows? Who knows? Anything's possible. So without further ado, I'm excited because I'm going to be reacting to this live. So we, we did. I haven't heard this we yet. We gave a little spice to the people's topic today. Another spice. Danny Football has not heard this. Heard this. Uh, heard this yet i just lost my fantasy game so i'm not as excited <laughs> as you two are i think you're very excited for this i'm excited how that, am i looking the world premiere now. of the people's top new people's topic so let's get to it let's hear the people's topic Wow, what a banger of a transition. If the Pats weren't completely choking on this defensive drive, I'd have a lot more fire in me (laughs) after that. But the Pats are killing the vibe right now. It's not killing my vibe. I love that transition. You can buy it on iTunes. (laughs) (laughs) So for people's topic every week, you can write in on Instagram or Twitter at Big Red Zone. You could also leave a comment on the YouTube page. Uh, go subscribe and like the channel. Uh, without further ado, let's go to producer John. Take it away. Give the king his respect too. He's like save him. You know who I'm talking gotcha. about. This isn't a people's topic, but the commissioner of our fantasy. Whoa! Oh my god! Damn it! That scared me. Uh, the commissioner of our fantasy league just said Hoyer couldn't play QB if it meant his hair would grow back. <laughs> He's not wrong. That's a really good take at this point. That aged very well. Yes, for his Twitter handle. I don't know his Twitter handle. AK underscore May or something, something like, like that. that. Something like that. We'll find yeah, it. Yeah, we'll find it. <laughs> Probably not. No. Uh, <laughs> Do you want me to find it? No. Um, he's a he's a freaking fan of the show. A couple questions. He says we'll run through them because we kind of have a lot this week. Is COVID gonna ruin the NFL season? Do we think the NFL season is gonna end because of COVID? I don't. Only because baseball saw two teams completely get infected and lose games. That's fair. And still went full speed ahead. So I feel like the NFL is just going to keep finding ways to fix it. Yeah. Unless, I mean, unless every single team gets infected, in which case you need to shut it down. But I feel like they have 
so many contingency plans in place that they're going to be able to save it. As of now, I say no for the same reasons. Remember, we thought that the MLB season was going to be shut down and they had two to three teams full of COVID. I'm uh, nervous, positive. though. I'm nervous. Don't oh, get me wrong. it's definitely not. It could be better, but it's I, not. I don't think it's doomsday yet. I by no, by no means feel comfortable right now, but I do don't feel I don't feel like it's over right now. I'll say that. Um, Worst case, we just get rid of the Titans. Yeah. Cut them out. What's your take on the huge number of season-ending injuries this year? It concerns me, and I kind of saw it coming. I Maybe not to the clip that it's happening, but I definitely thought at, big, at the beginning of the season, guys are definitely going to get hurt without preseason and workouts that were over Zoom. Yeah, it's. I just think it's unfortunate that these guys didn't have the prep that they usually have, and now they're all going down. And it's like, you know, it's... Big names now, you know what I mean? It's like it's tough. I really hope it kind of slows down because it's. I hate it to see these guys takes like, all the excitement out of the season too. Right, to see so like, many big names go down. Like Nick Chubb and Austin Eckler are the recent ones. It's like it's a tough, tough pill to swallow. Um, how Thank much, you, Amy. Well, he has one more. Oh, sorry. Well, I guess we kind of already went over this, but uh, how much blame should the head coach get for having a bad season? For example, Bill O'Brien, even though he really sucks. All the blame, and then you get fired. Yep. All right. Thanks, Amy. Um, Dave Griffin comes in, frequent fan of the show. What are our opinions on Jimmy Butler's uh, recent performance? I thought he kind of shrunk against the Celtics, but against the Heat, against the Heat, against the Lakers, it seems like he's finally trying to find his place again. I wasn't impressed with him against the Celtics, but I'm definitely impressed right now. I think he's gritty. And I think that's what some people don't like if he's not on your team. He's gritty and he's he's a vet. I think he he helps bring teams like helps teams win. If you look back at his teams, he brought the Bulls who really didn't have much going for them to a playoff, like help them make the playoffs all the time. He then went to the um, Timberwolves, helped them make the playoffs. He then went to the 76ers and was a was a Oh, that's a bad miss by Bucker. He then brought him to the 76ers to a prayer of a shot from Kawhi Leonard in the corner. Like he was like that, like he was, he helped them get far in that season. And now he's helped the heat get to the finals. I think he's gritty. I like, I, I go back and forth on him, but I think it's like, if he's on your team, he's the type of guy that if he's on your team, you love him. And if he's not, you don't, you're not a big right. fan of him. From at, uh, Snydaho on, I don't know, Twitter, Instagram, I don't know Instagram. which one. Instagram. Wine name can't Bruce announce that Brady is the reason they're doing good? I think it's because he wants to take most of the credit. I don't think he wants Tampa Bay to be Brady's team like it was here in um, New England. I think he wants all the praise and none of the blame, and I think he wants to dump on Brady when he can. He doesn't like that it's Tampa Bay. That's what it is. Like, I, he... My opinion is, and I said it from week one when he called out Brady for making bad plays. In New England, the team wins. Not individuals, not coaches, the team wins. In in Tampa, I think Bruce is tr- like on a revenge. He still has that chip from getting the boot from his last job. And he wants it, doesn't want it to be like the bill. Who's more important, Bill or Tom? He, or who's more important? Yeah, he's almost trying Tom. to like assert his own dominance and he say, is. I'm the, I'm the guy here. He's not you. Out his it's chest. me. He's I'm the coach. Right. So I think that's what it is. Um, but he's got to figure it out because you have the greatest of all time on your team and he just, he's trying to ball for you. You got to give him confidence. Last question from 
keep forgetting. I keep taking a screenshot of the chat and doesn't show his at, but at Joseph Celia, you know who he is. There's an underscore in there somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. Maybe I'll a number. Oh, and I'll give him the respect he deserves. I'll look it up. Joseph underscore Celia. That's what it is. Okay. Since baseball is unfortunately a dying sport in America, what are two <laughs> and this on the right note here? Huh? What are two ways that the sport can improve itself? I think I've talked about this on the pod before, uh, and I'll I'll more than willing to say my my two cents. I think they need to market their players more. I think that clip has been used so many times in our like in our things. They do, like I, I use this example all the time. Most people, if you're not a baseball fan, probably have never seen Mike Trout play and maybe never even know who he is. Mike Trout is one of the greatest players, if not the greatest baseball player ever to play the game. And you don't even know who he is, what he's about. You know what I mean? Because if you're on the if, if you're on the East Coast like us, they need to market their players more. They need to make them a personality. Why do people everyone know the NBA? It's personalities. So I think they need to do that. The rules, it's like, you know, it is what it is. Baseball is what it is, but they need to market their what guys. Happened? Pick six. Oh, dear. How's your king, huh? He loves is this your king? He is loves this, is this your king? He loves pick sixes. What can I say? Him and Tom. So he learned it from Tom. He learned from Tom. <laughs> he's a, he's a, good, he's a he good student. That's disappointing. Damn. Um, why are they showing Jules? I didn't he was the intended play. receiver. Oh. That's that's disappointing. I almost played Tyron Matthew in my IDP league too. That's disappointing. Yeah. Oh, did he drop it? No, he like batted it up. Well, that's not that's not on that's Jules. Ah, uh, maybe put a little bit too much zip on that. Oh my God! Please stop, that Jules. You goes, gotta catch that. That goes ball. in the stat book as an interception. I'm yeah, just saying. I know. That's off his hands. He's got to catch that. That's brutal. But baseball, yeah. baseball. <laughs> Clearly, baseball. They need. He missed another one. You need they need to market their players more. That's all I'm gonna say. They need to they need to be able to people need to connect and relate. And that's why I said like the mic'd up thing is perfect. Um, so I hope they do that. That's my that's what I got. Anything? Dan? That was probably gonna be my two main things was marketing. I'd say streaming more. I know like they have some games that they put on their YouTube channel, but I feel like a big part of like the youth audience is being able to just like flip flip open your phone and see a game or go on your laptop right. and see a game like especially with like Hulu and Netflix and like people want stuff instantaneously. Right. I feel like it's asking a lot and I don't even my big thing is I don't get Nesson on Hulu TV so I can't see the Red Sox games. Whereas if the MLB Twitter was like, "Hey, here's the Red Sox game." I'd be a lot more invested to watch the game. Right. So I'd say easier accessibility to games and then the mic'd up thing is huge i love when they mic up the players especially like during a big series you ever play mlb slugfest love slugfest i've like talked that. about that could just, do that you just what you turn on fire yeah you get hit enough times you get sound fire you are allowed to charge the mound you can punch people all right do we need more violence in baseball Yes, it's definitely gotten, <laughs> yes, it's definitely got more lot violence, softer. more steroids. That's that's Danny, John's. Welcome to the steroid train. <laughs> um, welcome to the steroid show. So, I, I is there is that the last people stop? Of course, yeah, I Joseph so. Celia. I threw my I threw my phone over there. I think okay. so. All right, that's, that's it for now. If we didn't get to it, we'll put it on next week. Uh, as always, you can write in any time of the week. It does not just have to be on Sunday or Monday. 
You can write in t- on Wednesday, the night the show comes out, if you think of something. Write in on a Friday if you want. Friday is great. Saturday, any any day days? really works. Any day really works. And Thursday? We'll, any day Thursday ends in a way. <laughs> Even Monday. You won't hear it for a week, but Monday and Tuesday's <laughs> Get it in early, you know. Write in on Instagram and Twitter and follow us at Big Red Zone. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel, Big Red Zone, and hit the like button on this uh, video and all our other videos. Uh, leave a comment on Apple Podcast, as as uh, producer John says. Leave a comment. Um, a review, a review, a review, a five review. Stars five stars. Five nice. Give us a five star Man. review and comment on our YouTube. I mean, we've been known to. Talk get about th- our and get into beef. Get into beef on our YouTube channel. So bring it. Say something. Everything. And what am I going to say? <clears throat> tell a friend. Tell a friend. Look at that. An amigo. Look at would. that. Danny football st- just comes right in. Knows what I'm thinking. Tell a friend. Without further ado, um, thank you for watching. I want to thank Danny Football for joining. Producer John, as always. Have a great week, everyone. Bye.